Hi, my name is Alexander Hastings, and welcome to my show, Diary of a Trans Man. For more information, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Hi, so on this week's episode of Diary of a Trans Man, I am going to talk to you guys about the first two weeks that I was back at work post-top surgery. So I was sent up from battalion to brigade to work as part of this mission called Division Warfighter. I basically was given two days notice that I was doing this mission. Uh, And needless to say, I was thrown into this mix unprepared for what it might be like. And it turned out to be one of the best, most rewarding experiences I have had so much in the army. Not only did I learn a lot for being uh, forced to work at a level above what I had been performing at uh, so far, but for the first time since coming out as trans in the army, I was in an environment where nobody knew that I was trans. Combined with the fact that I recently was promoted to captain and I look nothing like I used to, when I first met a lot of these people, I was able to go stealth for the entire two weeks that I was there. So I know a lot of people don't like going stealth or they prefer to be out loud and trans, but for me this this is kind of how I roll. I won't come out as trans unless you specifically ask me about it and then I'm not going to hide who I am. I'll talk about it and stuff, but I just prefer to be myself, to be Alex when I'm with a bunch of people who don't know me. So I get to this new environment and I'm not sure what to expect and it was it was awesome. Everybody was using he him his pronouns with me right off the bat cuz that's what they read me as was basically they read me as a cis white male. And I was getting called brother by the colonel and you know everybody was like strong handshakes and pats on the back and what I realized is guys guys are a lot more touchy-feely than than you would really think (laughs) you know everybody thinks oh the girls always hug each other and you know everybody's always touching but I I swear I got more slaps on the back or you know just kind of like people would put their if they had to squeeze by you they they'd just like put your hand their hands on your shoulders kind of be like hey man watch out and like sneak behind you here yeah everybody was a lot more touchy-feely than I, than I actually would thought they would be 
And that's where I was kind of a little iffy about that because I was still wearing my compression binder um, after my top surgery. And so there was a couple times where I got like slapped on the on the back and I was like freaked out a little bit, paused. I was like, oh my God, did they just feel my binder? Um, my cover's blown. Uh, but no, nobody said anything and like everything continued to be a normal, easy work environment. So the location that we were set up in for this thing was uh, a tent. We had about 15, 20 feet of room across the tent and we were using these two tables pushed up against the wall with computers and we had a big map table in the middle. So there really wasn't that much room to maneuver around. So everybody got real close, close enough that I picked up a cold from a couple of the other captains uh, in the last few days there that I'm just now getting over and it's been two weeks so cold combined with seasonal allergies of upper New York. But the great thing about being in this environment with all these captains and was that they accepted me as one of their own right off the bat, you know. Uh, I might not have had the experience that a lot of these guys did because with captains, you know, we get promoted at four years of service and then it could be about till 10 years of service before you pick get picked up for major. So you're looking at an age gap of anywhere between like 25, 26 to 30, 32. Uh, and unless you say your age is out loud and around that age everybody kind of blends together so there's all sorts of experience levels with everybody there and I was given the responsibility of basically running the night shift by myself and granted there wasn't that much going on during the night but there was enough that I felt like I was given the level of responsibility that I'm, I might not have been given if I still presented as a female. The major was brand new to this, this unit, this organization. He had just come to us and he it was constantly calling me brother like the colonel you know shake my hand you know with a really strong handshake and i definitely felt like i kind of got a, a white man's privilege in order to to be able to run the shop his own shop for him for about six hours at night because i had from midnight to noon and there was another captain who kind of transitioned over in the the night period with me just to kind of hand off for an hour or two and then I had the shot by myself basically until uh, six o'clock some people started to trickle in and really eight eight o'clock more of the captains were here but the major didn't show up until noon because he had a bunch of meetings to go to so I really had the the planning cell at the brigade for all these guys and you know 
I think so far I had never been given that kind of single responsibility uh, in my two years at drum. And I, being in a new environment, like I said, I, I think I can't, you know, I, nobody can be completely sure, but I, I definitely think there was some white man's privilege there. Uh, kind of the, the brotherhood bonding where they you just get you're given the responsibility without have really having to to prove yourself or try which you know was a new experience for me usually i had to work twice as hard to get that kind of level of responsibility before and i'm kind of enjoying the the effects of it all in this new new life but one of the the fav- my favorite things about being out there with all these guys and these captains is we just sit around and we have bullshit conversations. So one of the the conversations that we had was about shaving, and for the first time, I actually got to participate in this conversation with full effect. I kind of just sat there and nodded along like, yeah, yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. Uh, At this point, I have some solid black stubble that goes just up my chin a little bit and down onto my, just the, basically touching the base of them or the, the point of my neck where my chin meets my neck. That's just kind of as far as it's going right now. It comes, uh kind of halfway to the point of my jaw where my jaw upturns to my ear uh, everything else is peach fuzz I got a little dark mustache but that takes in a, like two weeks to actually be visible that's the the curse of being I was blonde until I was three and I, my hair like at the roots is kind of still blondish even though it's brown so my beard comes in blonde first and then darkens up I'm starting to get some some hairs on my neck, but now I have to shave every day versus every two days. Wow, when I first started on tea. So the joys of this conversation went. Uh, one of the captains came in and he was using a little disposable electronic razor, and he was came in and he was talking. I was like, "Hey, you know how great these things are." Like, I, I buy, like, four of them, and I just use them for the field, and I toss them out. And I was like, oh, really? That's cool. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, when I'm at home, I like to use, I got the single razor blade that I like to use for, for shaving. It gets a real clean, close shave. And I was like, wow, yeah. Now, I do this subscription service called Bespoke Post, where they send me boxes of things that I verify that I want uh, once a month and for the month of June I had asked for um, a a razor a shaving kit and it was like an old school style single razor blade uh, razor and it came with a barber's towel and uh, shaving uh, cream with a little brush and this alum block and it was like this full thing and so I hadn't tried it yet because I was still waiting for it to arrive but he's talking about this they're ha- like this other guy comes over and they're having this back and forth conversation about razors and stuff and I'm just thinking 
yeah, this is awesome. Like, I'm finally in a, in the guy's circle in the conversation talking about shaving. And of course, I was like sitting there nodding along, like, yeah, yeah, I totally get everything that you guys are talking about right now. But I was just happy to be included in that kind of conversation. There was a lot more conversations, not all of them appropriate for uh, public listening. <laughs> but that's that's army life for you. But I I I definitely liked the inclusion that I felt uh, being able to go stealth in this environment. Now speaking of shaving and uh, the alum block that I got. Quick pro tip for any of you that are new to shaving and have never heard of this thing. It is awesome. I wish I had found out about it years ago because the first time I shaved with my single razor blade, I nicked myself on my chin just a little bit. And now when I previously shaved my legs as a female growing up, I was not very steady handed and I cut myself a lot. So I would usually, since I shaved in the shower, I just let myself bleed out until I stopped bleeding. Um, but this alum block, all you do is you, you run it under water, and then you rub it on the spot where the cut was, and it basically closes up the pores and stops the bleeding. I think I stopped bleeding within 30 seconds of I was starting to rub it on. It was amazing. Uh, I didn't have to walk around with a you know bandage on my my chin saying I'm an idiot who can't shave at 26 years old. <laughs> yeah, so I recommend everybody to go find these things if you can, or if you want to sign up for bespoke post subscription service. You know, I think they still have it available. They have a couple of their boxes available month to month, and then they get a full new cycle of things on. So, that's about all I, I will have had for my show today. Just a very quick, uh, you know, thoughts out into the audience kind of thing. And speaking of uh, you guys out there, so I've gotten some uh, questions and emails from various people, but I'd like to get a lot more. So, if you guys have any questions about anything related to the transition life whatever you want to ask me feel free to send me an email you could find it on my uh, my website or it's pretty simple uh, my instagram name at gmail that's that's all it is that's my email there or you can send me a direct message on twitter or instagram facebook whatever i'll usually respond within six hours if unless i'm asleep in which case you know expect the next next day but i'm pretty quick about responding uh, and i mean i'll i'll really i'll answer anything you guys want me to to answer i'm pretty transparent about everything so you can find me on spotify apple podcast uh, instagram that's where the link to my website is 
Um, you can get me on Google Music, SoundCloud. I'm now on iHeartRadio because once you get like two months and 200 listeners, you can get access to that. So listen to me all over the place. You know, send me messages all over the place. I'll check all of them. Uh, write reviews in the uh, the comment boxes and. Don't forget to nominate me for the f- annual podcast awards for this year. Uh, that opens up on July 1st. So feel free to hit me up for that too. Love to promote this show and get it out to reach more people and help more young trans individuals uh, find out who they are and the steps that they might need to take to be to help them become their truer selves if that's what they want to do so that's all i have for this week on diary of a trans man i'll see you guys next time